2: It's time for the Chiefs Kingdom Show. Live with the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, and Chiefs head coach, Andy Reid. It's presented by Bad Boy Moores, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country. mo with an attitude. And by Hy-Vee, the world's best tailgating begins at Hy-Vee. Proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football
3: before we get you into the chiefs kingdom show just a quick reminder you can hear mitch holtis with us on fesco in the morning every friday morning at 7 30 leading into the game that weekend and don't miss color analyst and hughes every tuesday morning at 8 30. tune in for exclusive one-on-one chiefs interviews throughout the season on the odyssey app and your official broadcast partner of the kansas city chiefs 610 sports radio now let's get you into the chiefs kingdom show presented by the kansas lottery dream bigger
2: here is the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis.
4: All right, welcome everybody to our Chiefs Kingdom show. We are in Liberty, Missouri. What a terrific uh, location. We're at the hy V, the Wahlburgers, of uh, course, next to the hy V here in Liberty. We're not far from the William Jewell campus. So much history in this awesome community and, of course, for years and years and years. This was uh, the training camp home of the Kansas City Chiefs uh, on the William Jewell campus. Awesome to be with you tonight. We've got a lot of stuff going on, celebrating birthdays. Weird Wolf and the defense, defense gal uh, is having a birthday. We have people here tonight at the show from Dallas, Texas, uh, from Maine, the state of Maine, our Chiefs Kingdom stalwarts uh, planting the flag in uh, this great state of Maine that got here, came here for the game, and uh, they always come in a couple times a year, terrific fans, and appreciate all of you being here. All right, the score just in, Bills 24, Chiefs 20. All right, boo, yeah, okay. But you know this show, if you've been around this show for any length of time, you know that we don't snivel on losses. we got to get ready for the next week, and we got to fire up, okay, because there's a lot of season left. Uh, I was at the Hyvie Indy Car race this year in Newton, Iowa, and it was crazy. Um, they, they ran Indy cars on a 7-8-mile track. And get to, just bear with me here where I'm going. The fact that those cars would go 170 to 175 miles an hour in less than a mile. The laps were 18 seconds long. Then they'd get bunched up. They'd be like a caution flag, and then they'd drop the green flag. What we need to do is finish strong this week because we're getting ready to have our caution flag uh, with the bye week. But this Chiefs team has done so much already. Uh, And we also know with a long season to go, there's a long race here when they drop the green flag again. And what I have said all day long on shows uh, in the nation and throughout the kingdom is which team has the most potential to grow here uh, throughout the season. We played seven rookies yesterday in that game. We essentially started four on defense, started three in the base, four when we went to nickel, and then two other played prominently on special teams, and Nazi Johnson played on special teams. We are growing, and you can see it happening. Also, when you get Juju Smith-Schuster to catch two 40-yard passes, that is huge. And against the defenses we play, Coach and I will talk about it here in a little bit, to catch it at 12 yards and run for 30, with yards after catch, that is huge. Yeah. All right. And uh, we had a chance to win that game yesterday. Came rallying back. Actually took the lead at 20-17 to 17 and had the ball at 7.36 to go in the game. And okay, okay, Buffalo comes back and wins the game. That's a really good team on both offense and defense. But when you get two fourth down stops against Josh Allen and you get a sack by Chris Jones, the defense got stops made plays, and if we play those cats again, I think we'll be way better on defense than even we were yesterday. But when you get that done, you were able to put the hammer down, baby. And you better bring the hammer this week because it is the rematch of Super Bowl 54. We're headed to the Bay and to take on the San Francisco 49ers. Got a great show planned for you tonight. Creed Humphrey will be our player guest tonight. I'll introduce him, but he was Pro Football Focus's highest-rated rookie last year. He's the number one-rated center right now in the National Football League. A reminder, here at Hy-Vee and Liberty and our participating Hy-Vees, you can score big savings uh, with Hy-Vee and the Kansas City Chiefs. Big points mean even bigger savings. Just shop Hy-Vee the day after a game. This is uh, good throughout the evening tonight. Earn a fuel saver discount equal to the Chiefs score, 20. Based on the amount you spend, 20. And the Chiefs score 20 points. You get 20 cents a gallon with any $20 purchase. The more we score, the more you save. Anyway, win or lose. Everyone scores the day after a Chiefs game only at high V. Also with us tonight uh, is Chiefs Vice President Brad G is here tonight to help us out. Of course, one of the Chiefs Kingdom celebrities. Oh, he's gone. So we're, I don't know where he's at. His son is here, too, Charlie. So uh, you need to give Charlie uh, a big shout-out. But anyway, we've got an awesome show uh, planned for you tonight with Coach Reed and Creed Humphrey. It's time to get ready to beat the San Francisco 49ers. We've got to get some spirit up here to go out there and beat the team that is, uh, guys, they're tied with Buffalo in many categories as the best defense in the National Football League. So we played a great defense yesterday. We're going to play another one on sunday so get ready get red real and rowdy creed humphrey coach reeds coming your way after this on the kansas city chiefs radio network
1: now back to mitch
4: holtis and the kingdom show presented by bad boy mowers McKinnon is the running back this time started wide now he's to the left hip of mahomes creed humphrey snaps it back to mahomes at his belt mahomes trying to buy some time moving to his right Pump faking once, twice. Now comes back to the near side. cock Smith, Schuster at the 30. Off a hit, 25, 20, Schuster, 15, 10, five. Touchdown! Kansas City. Jew, Jew, Smith, Schuster. His first touchdown as a Kansas City Chief is the 27th of his career. Welcome back to the Ivy Market Grill. We're in Liberty. Uh, Tonight, not far from the campus of William Jewell. And in very uh, few minutes, we'll have Creed Humphrey on. uh, The Chiefs' outstanding second-year center. But now let's talk to the Chiefs' outstanding head coach. uh, Top five in NFL history and, of course, top for the Kansas City Chiefs. It's head coach Andy Reid joining us now. And, Coach, man, a struggle yesterday. It was just what we all expected. With all apologies to your old employer at 6-0, This might be the best two teams in the league with the Bills and Chiefs, but overall your vibe and feel after reviewing the video.
5: Yeah, yeah, it was. It was uh, two good teams playing each other. Um, You know, the thing I – we came up short. So, you know, you didn't win the game, which uh, you don't – you know, you always want to make sure you come out on the right end of it. Um, But we learned a couple things, and and it sure was good to get some of our young guys – uh, the experience they did on the back end against one of the top passing teams in the National Football League, and our guys hung in there and they battled, which which I appreciated there too. So, um, but inevitably we, we've got clean. You know, you got to clean up some things, and you want to win the game. I'm
4: going to start on the offensive end, though. You were able to get chunk plays against these guys, and they that's a really good defense. But your ability, how encouraged were you that you were able to get chunk plays, particularly with Juju and his two 40-plusers?
5: Yeah, uh, I thought Juju played uh, very well um, in the run and the pass game part of it. Um, he had good yards after the catch. He played strong. And the thing I like about Juju is he loves to play the game, and um, and that's contagious. So, uh, and, and then Pat Trussel, which is which is a big thing. We just, uh, I think the more he's in the offense, the more he becomes even more involved. And so, uh, but it was a great, a great job by him. Kelsey, nice job. I mean, there were some, listen, there were, you can go through the game and there were some, uh, real good things that took place. And, you know, you were a couple of minutes away from, uh, from winning the game. So uh, you win you seem to give out more credit than when you lose. Uh, but there were some good things, um, We just we've got to finish things off and uh, offensively and defensively it's it's both sides of the ball and you got to take care of business there. How how big
4: was it though to get yak yards? I mean the way teams are playing you like in Buffalo play lots of zone, but I mean ones to get a forty one yarder like we got with Watson against the Chargers, and others to throw it at ten and run for thirty two more. How much a, a big part of that as you move forward is getting those yak yards from everybody?
5: Yeah, it's very important. I mean, yards after the catch end up being a, a big thing in this league, um, you know. So, uh, and it's hard to drive the length of the field without big plays taking place. And so you need you need those uh, every once in a while to uh, to keep your scoring up. And and so for what Juju did there, that was that was big. And we had some other chunk plays. I mean. That, was the only one, so th- those are those are positive. Change the change the field around. Field position ends up being one of the keys to to winning. Turnovers ends up being another one. And they're you know the one thing we knew going in was if they win the turnover battle, they normally win the game. And and they did. They won it by one turnover. And um, they're they're undefeated when that happens.
4: How big was it for McCall Hardman to get that tight window catch in the red zone? We've seen him have big plays out on the field, but I mean, that's a big time play It's a great throw by Patrick, but to get a short window, tight window catch in traffic at that point, how big is that for McCall moving forward?
5: Yeah, that was a, that was a good play by him. Strong play. He, he, uh, McCall's not the biggest guy, but he, he's feisty. And, and uh, he was able to get in there and uh, maneuver around and uh, there were You know, there was a couple things that didn't go quite like we wanted to go uh, for him to get in positions. But so he fought to find a way to uh, where Pat could see him and shoot him.
4: I don't see this as much when I'm doing the play by play because I'm but I do see it when I review the video and just the chess match that was going on in that game. Coach Frazier does a great job. But did they blitz you more than you thought? And how much was Patrick involved in a chess game and the offensive lineman against that group?
5: Yeah, they're normally not a big uh, uh, blitz man team. They they bring an extra guy in their zone coverages at times, um, but they they did. They played a little bit more man than on first or second down than maybe we thought going in, but um, I thought we handled that, that pretty good.
4: And then just the net effect of some penalties. I was looking at drives one, four, and eight um, where – it's not just a penalty. It's like the net effect, like the OPI on Kels was a 40 yard net effect play. The same thing with unsportsmanlike on Juju, just the penalties and the net effect of what it can have.
5: Yeah, that, uh, you, you know, you don't, you don't want penalties. And that's, that's the thing that you, you, you know, in, when two good teams play each other, you surely don't want them. And you, you always talk to the officials in the offseason about that, that you know, you don't want to. You don't want to. Those those little any ticky tack ones. You just hold the hold the flag on. So, um, not saying that they were ticky tack, but I'm. You know, and then you talk to your team about the same thing. You know, you go, listen, you got to be smart with with how you handle yourself, and um, you know, in in big games because penalties penalties kill you. I want to
4: flip over to the defensive side. Buffalo's a quick strike team. We talked about it on pregame, but they had 35 points on play or drives of less than four um, plays coming in. But you were forcing them into long drives, 9, 11, 11, 12. What about keeping away from the quick strike and how much you can grow off that as the season progresses?
5: Yeah, that, is, that ends up being important. Like I said, if offensively, it's hard to drive long field. Defensively, you want to uh, – keep the pressure on them so they can't do it, uh, in particular with quick strikes. I mean, it's, uh, uh, you keep the chunk plays out of there and, and make them chip away at it. That's a tough thing to do percentage wise. How much are we seeing Nick Bolton grow right in front of us <laughs> every week? Yeah, no, I mean, l- listen, he's, he's done a great job. Um, up to this point, he, he's, his tackling is is something special and, he's, um, you know, he's a good leader on top of all that. The guy's respect him. He works hard at it. He's accurate with his calls, does a nice job.
4: He reminds me of like a London Fletcher, Sam Mills, like back in the day a little bit. But the, now you're going to get Willie Gay back, Jr., Willie Gay Jr. back, but with Darius Harris, how much have you seen there? And you've always said this, like if somebody's absent, opens the door for somebody else. How much has this helped Darius Harris and your thoughts
5: with him going forward? Yeah. Darius real smart kid, tough. Um, this is really, I mean, it's helped him career wise for sure. People get, get a chance uh, to see what we see every day and, um, that he's a good football player and, and works hard at it. Doesn't say much. He just, you know, works hard and it's tough. So, uh, adding Willie back into the mix is, is a good thing too. So you bring in, uh, Uh, more good players, that's more things that Spags can do with them and use them. You
4: play seven rookies in this game against a high-level opponent. Uh, Three start on defense in the base. Fourth gets added on the nickel. And then two guys on offense and and one, just the seven rookies and being thrown into a game like that. And what does it do for them?
5: Yeah, it helps them grow uh, for sure. And there's going to be a hiccup here or there, but they they um, as long as they keep battling, good things will happen. That helps you down the road, Mitch, as you go. I mean, you know that. So um, it strengthens your team and uh, gives you depth and that uh, and options that you can use during a game. Just from a trust standpoint, so uh, that's a positive thing uh, for you, and it'll help us down the road. We handle this whole thing right; it'll help you down the road. Well,
4: What do you tell a Joshua Williams who gets caught? He's got a one-on-one coverage, right? Numbers to boundary. There's no help out there. And you're playing two elite receivers. What do you tell him now as he comes back to work today?
5: No, the one thing he did, he just battled through it. So he did it right during the game. And uh, if you can do that and not quit, um, you're going to be okay. And so he'll learn technique-wise, fundamentally, how to handle that situation. And you won't see that. I mean, it's going to happen somewhere. That happens every corner somewhere, but you're not going to see it happen like that. He's he's one of those guys that normally doesn't make a mistake twice.
4: There feels like there's a um, short-range, long-range feel on this Monday after this game. The short ranges, and you mentioned didn't get it done, lost to these guys. But long-range, there's a better feeling. Just the upside, the the ceiling for this team uh, moving forward about what we saw yesterday in that game.
5: Yeah, well, I mean, I think people, you know, I'm sure people thought because of the injuries that things might not go go very well. Um, uh, you might have been one of them, so you know that. Uh, but it, it worked out. Um, it worked out where our guys competed. Man, they were young guys. They competed their tail off, and and um, and that helps you down the road, not only attitude wise, but but also uh, with the experience. And we've got a good team that we're going to be playing. This week was San Francisco, so you know you've got to, you know, you've got um, you know, to get yourself going here and and uh, and revved up and ready to go for for this group because they're they're like I said they're very very talented and a good football team. They've been banged up, uh, but they're getting their guys back, and so we've got to make sure we're ready for that.
4: Yeah, people may see the twenty eight they give up yesterday to Atlanta, but they're good. I mean, they were missing four prominent players just this defensive team you're going to face again cuz going into last week they were tied for first with buffalo uh, as the best defense in the league what are you going to see this week and how do you prepare for them?
5: yeah it's a it's that same it's that same thing they they were they were right there with with buffalo and uh, they've got a strong defensive front and their linebackers are experienced uh, in particular warner and then their back end uh they they've been banged up a little bit back there, but um they they've uh they fly around. I mean they play confident, they know, understand the scheme and and the scheme's a good one. And it's very similar to the the same one we saw in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. But getting
4: guys back, I mean we mentioned what is Willie Gay Jr. coming back, and then what about the potential of having McDuffie this week?
5: Yeah, I, I think uh McDuffie stands a chance. We just gotta see how he does and practice um, uh, normally that first week back, you're kind of feeling your way through, get caught up on the speed. Um, I mean, as good a job as Rick does with his people in the train room, he'll tell you that you got to get out on the field to, you know, to get everything right there. So, um, uh, but we'll see, we'll see how he feels. We, we, he's a, he's an honest kid and he, we know he loves to play, but if he's not right, then we won't play him this week. We'll, we'll wait till after the bye. And then, uh, if he's ready to play, let's get him in and go.
4: And I've noticed this. I've only been around you ten seasons, but you have a feeling of being—if you're going to—you err in the cost, not err, but you're cautious with these guys. And don't the guys notice that?
5: I—I'm not. I don't. I don't ask him. I just go. I try to go on what's real. If they tell me that they're they're uh, ready to go and the doctors okay it, then. Um, then you play them. I mean, these guys love to play the game. that's what that's what they do for a living. Um, but if they're if they're not right, then we're not gonna we're not gonna put them in there. I mean, that's just how it goes. It's not um, and, and sometimes you know you've got you, you gotta listen to that blend because uh, you know the, if the doctors are going eh and the players going, I'm ready to go, then you kind of lean on the other side knowing that these guys, uh, they love to play, and you you might hold them out.
4: All right, Coach, we're going to let you go to get ready for the San Francisco Bunch. Another great defense coming at us and good offensive players as well. But thanks for being with us tonight. All right, Mitch. You say hi to those redheads. They're here, so coach. All right, Head coach Andy Reid, stay tuned. Creed Humphrey will join us when we come back with the Ivy Market Grill in Liberty. Back after this, you're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Now, back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. 10-7 to Buffalo, one second remaining. In the first half, the Chiefs will try a 62-yard field goal from Harrison Butker. Townsend waits for the go sign, snap by Winchester, the kick is up, and the kick is up, and it is good, good, good at all time. Kansas City Chiefs' record 62-yard field goal. This time it only took 12 seconds for the Chiefs to get in position. Welcome back, we're at the Ivy and Liberty. Such a great historic town here in Liberty, and we're at the Wahlburgers connected to the High V. 62 yard field goal, a record that lasted for one week, broken by Harrison Butker. That was huge. And we get ready to play the San Francisco 49ers this Sunday, and no better guest than have on the Chiefs Kingdom on this week than the man who was rated. Number one last year of all the rookies in the National Football League. And currently, right now, as of when we started the show at six o'clock central time, the number one rated center in the National Football League this year, Creed Humphrey. We have a special presentation for you from Weird Wolf, who's a birthday, but he's gonna give you the birthday gift uh, tonight. But anyway, it is just fantastic to have you here on the kingdom, my friend. Yeah, thank you for having me on, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> the guy is a machine. Four hundred and ten snaps last year. One thousand five hundred and ninety-four snaps. I was looking at this today. I got to ask you, how did Trey Smith get ten more offensive snaps last year than you? <laughs> when did that happen? Uh, I think it was in the uh, two Raiders games.
6: I came out late, uh, we had that lead, and uh, he stayed in. But I think those are the snaps came from. Okay,
4: yeah. <laughs> 10 snaps, for I was like, wait a minute, how did Trey <laughs> sneak in 10 more snaps than my guy from Shawnee, Oklahoma? All right, let's just touch on yesterday. Uh, it was going to be a battle. We knew it was going to be a battle. It was a battle. Uh, your thoughts overall on that game?
6: Yeah, you know, they're a good team, and it was it was definitely a you know hard-fought game. Uh, you know, we made some mistakes along the way that we got to clean up, but, uh, you know, I thought overall the team battled really well, and, uh, you know, I think we're going to learn from it and uh, get better from it.
4: No question. Buffalo, Buffalo came in number one in the league in scoring defense and only had given up seven points in five games in the second half. We got ten on them, right? Is that right? Or uh, Yeah. Um, so, and some big plays. But the good thing about getting big plays against that defense, uh, how much confidence does that give you in moving forward?
6: A ton. You know, they got a really good defense, really talented players across the board, you know, whether it's up front at the linebacking core or, in, you know, in the secondary. So, uh, you know, uh, we felt that, you know, we made some mistakes along the way that kind of shot us in our foot. But uh, overall, you know, I think we uh, we have something to build off of for sure. And, you know, I'm excited to see how we bounce back from it and uh, become better from it.
4: One thing I was talking to coach about it before the break, but when I review the video the morning after the game is when I can really appreciate and see the chess match that's going on. How much chess was going on yesterday between you guys and their defense, whether it was personnel or they were throwing you everything?
6: yeah, they were for sure, you know they made a lot of adjustments uh, throughout the game and did different things that they hadn't shown on film really so uh it was it was it was very interesting, but you know at the end of the day, it comes down to concept football and understanding what we're trying to run and understanding how to run it against different looks and things like that and uh you know, I thought overall we did a pretty good job with it. And uh, obviously there's room to improve. But, uh, you know, it was definitely a big chess match, and it was fun.
4: The communication is amazing. So much is on this guy's plate that we don't even know about. But they're sliding different looks, different dudes. are like delayed blitzes. Or I thought they blitzed more than maybe they have they, done in the past against us. But what goes through your mind and the adjustments you have to make yourself in getting the other guys in the right spot?
6: Yeah, you know, like you said, they show different looks and, you know, blitz more than what they've shown throughout the year, things like that. So, you know, it's a lot of, you know, once the drive's over, getting on the sideline, you know, talking to the guys, showing, you know, what I saw, what they saw, things like that, and, you know, adjusting on the fly. So there's a lot that goes into it, you know, that happens every game, and you just got to be able to, you know, adjust to different things that you see out there on the field, you know, drive to drive, series to series, things like that
4: the communication as i mentioned so how you've got a okay you've got snap count play call you're snapping it to like the most dynamic quarterback in the league uh and you've got to do the line calls you're doing all this (laughs) in like 20 seconds yeah (laughs) How, how much do you have to process
6: a ton you know thankfully coach reed gets us a ton of reps throughout the week and he gets us a ton of reps throughout training camp and stuff to where you're comfortable doing it so uh you know, it's it's definitely a lot to go through and do all that stuff, but you know, you get comfortable doing it uh, throughout training camp, and you know, it becomes easier and easier throughout the year.
4: How good was it to have Trey back on your right shoulder last yesterday? Yeah, that's great,
6: man. Uh, Nick filled in great last week, and uh, but you know, thankfully we have good depth across the line, and you know, having Trey out there, it's it's awesome. You know, he brings a a certain type of violence out there that's fun to watch, you know, and fun to be a part of. So. <laughs> You know, Trey's a stud, and it's, all, it's always fun and comforting to, have, comforting to have him, you know, on the side by me.
4: Well, let's don't say that uh, the center doesn't bring a little of his own violence <laughs> into this. Cause I, there are times, I've got to be honest with you, I'll watch the video. Because when I'm doing play-by-play, play, I can't watch the trenches, right? Mm-hmm. But I'll go back and watch the video. I just start laughing. <laughs> I, it's so cool to see it. Because you guys are such good dudes off the field, but oh my gosh, on the field, you want them on your side. But yeah. you, gotta, you got a little of that in you too. What about taking your own little, uh, I'm going to take a shot right here.
6: Yeah, you know, I think me and him feed off of that pretty well together. You know, I'll see him do something and I'm like, well, I got to top that. So I'll try <laughs> to top it and then he'll see something and he's like, well, I got to top that. So it kind of, you know, me and him kind of just go through it throughout the game doing that. And uh, it's, it's really fun. You know, uh, having a guy that you came in with, you know, the same year, same draft class and you know, just being able to play with them so much—it's been awesome.
4: And two amazing people, I might add. Two amazing people. Uh, where does Tooney fit into this kind of hey? Let's uh, let's take these yeah. guys down.
6: <laughs> yeah, Joe's right there with us, man. You know, he's <laughs> he's one of the best in the business for a reason. You know, and uh, he's he's also you know fun to have around, and he gets after it too. So you know, we have a lot of fun out there together.
4: It's a kingdom tradition, uh, so that you veterans know about it. We got a lot of rookies here tonight in a sellout crowd. Uh, at the Liberty Walbergers next in high V. But when you get you and Trey get going like that and Joe, you know you gotta take the hammer here. It's you just gotta don't hit the table. Coke was the only one that hit the table and he broke it <laughs> the punter. But we don't do that. But this week against San Francisco and every week from here on with Trey and Creed and Joe and the rest of the offensive line, it's time to put the hammer down, baby. <laughs> And it's the golden hammer, man. I mean, yeah. that's, that's like Thor's hammer. So, so, yeah, you know how it is. Uh, this is really amazing to think how many snaps he has played for us, which is uh, right at 1,600 snaps. And with the Oklahoma Sooners, um, you know, three years there, is it true? Is this just Fable? Is this Davy Crockett stuff? You did not allow a single sack at OU, not one? Yeah, not that I can remember, no. <laughs> yeah. No A-gap blitz, no double A-gap blitz We yeah. you picked one up and you couldn't – none of that?
6: No, not that I can think of, yeah. God, that's
4: awesome. That's zero sacks. Now, 1, 1,600 snaps, 1,594 snaps, they have you listed as giving up one sack in 1,600 snaps. That's that's amazing. That is huge. Okay. <laughs> I don't even remember the sack. It was the Philadelphia
6: Yeah, game. Eagles, yeah, coming out of the half.
4: What, what happened? I don't even remember it.
6: Ah, he just got on my – he got a good start on the ball and he got on my shoulder.
4: <laughs> just one. Uh, but it's so cool to see, too, this offense have to come alive. And the adjustments not only you guys on the line have had to make, but even Patrick. How proud are you of Patrick and the growth he's made this year? yeah you know
6: there's a reason he's the best quarterback in the league and uh it's the way he can adjust in game you know the way he can process the defense things like that and really he knows what the defense is going to do pre-snap and it's you know watching him break stuff down and do that's so impressive and it you know it's helped me grow as a player too just being able to see how he studies throughout the week and you know how he can process things so well and how much is on his plate too that he you know just it's automatic for him you know it's It's so impressive to see and just the way he's grown since i've been around you know he was already you know the best quarterback in the league before i even got here but just to (laughs) see the growth from since i've been here it's you know it's pretty astounding
4: how much did the two of you converse i know that he's talking to receivers but how much just the two of you have two men conversation
6: yeah i mean we do it every play and stuff and uh you know usually at the end of the day we're going to listen to his word and I'm not going to try to <laughs> overstep my boundary and tell him anything, but, uh, yeah, no, we, uh, we talk a lot, you know, and we'll do it throughout the week too. We'll meet, uh, together, uh, you know, after meetings and stuff and go over things. So, you know, it's, it's really
4: good to have a guy like him around. Yeah. He's fantastic. Uh, we saw Tom Brady like that went viral today. Like he's chewing out his offensive lineman. He's never chewed you out. Has he
6: No, never chewed us out. You know, he'll, he'll come up and challenge us to different things and things, but, uh, Never chewed
4: us out, and you've never chewed him out, have you? No. Okay.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in a position
4: to chew him out. I'll say that. <laughs> One thing that's really difficult are these RPO plays, run-pass option plays, and we'd run a ton of them. We got a gob of them, and it's become the thing not at every level of football. Maybe um, you know Shawnee High School's probably running them, but uh, it's the Wolves, right? Mm-hmm. Shawnee Wolves. wolves yep. Fighting Wolves of Shawnee. Um, <laughs> How difficult are you guys for the RPO? You don't know if it's a run or a pass. How do you heck handle that?
6: Yeah, you know, there's definitely some plays where we have to be pretty uh, aware of, you know, whether he's going to be able to throw and stuff. And it comes down to, you know, seeing the defense alignment, pre-snap and things like that. When you know uh, some 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 defense alignments, you know, he's going to throw it. some, he's going to hand it off. But, uh, you know, for us, it's just at the end of the day, we have to block for the run no matter what. So we're going to be blocking for the run and – uh Yeah, it can be difficult sometimes, but a lot of the times, you know, it's just us going out there and doing it like it's a designed run play.
4: Yeah, it's, uh, again, a lot on these guys on the offensive line. And this offense, I think, Coach, there's like 700 plays. How many plays do you guys have? Uh, Too many to count. I'm not sure. (laughs) But But how much do you have to study? I mean, your iPads, like like three iPads full of plays.
6: Yeah, you know, there's a lot of studying going on throughout the week. and understanding different personnel different formations uh you know different plays different schemes throughout the week that we're adding uh you know it's a ton of to process and you got to be able to really study and sit down and understand exactly what's going on and be able to
4: do it and how much video do you watch and have you always been a video guy i mean going back to ou or the shawnee wolves
6: yeah you know I, I watch a ton of video throughout the week ton of film throughout the week whether it's you know in the building on my own things like that i watch a ton uh you know i'm you know diving deep into that type of stuff you know uh i also like looking at you know there's the hard playbook we have you know being able to look at the paper and stuff seeing it on paper that helps me a lot too
4: and really just drawing things up throughout the week helps me a lot again creed humphrey is our guest tonight the number one rated center in the national football league and he's ours. And he's the pride of Shawnee, Oklahoma. We're going to get into more of that with Creed when we come back. Again, we're at the Liberty High V and the Wahlburgers next to High uh, V tonight with this Chiefs Kingdom show. Back with more from Creed Humphrey after this on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network.
1: Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom show,
4: presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Martin sprints in motion right to left in front of Mahomes, who barks out the calls. Now, Hardman goes back the other way. Mahomes holding it, still holding it, waiting for a chance. Fires it late. Caught in the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. McColl Hardman with a gutsy catch in the TD in traffic, and the Chiefs could tie the game. What a catch by Hardman in the red zone with traffic. Welcome back. We're live, we're red, we're raucous, we're ready for the San Francisco 49ers and no better dude to have with us tonight than Creed Humphrey, the number one rated center in the National Football League right now. We just heard that McColl touchdown. That was right in front of you, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that throw was tight, like the size of the uh, speakers here. How big was it of McColl to catch that? Because that's red zone. That's not like a double move, 60-yarder. That's like you're going to get hit, you better
6: yeah. do this. <laughs> no, it's huge, and McColl, man, he's... He's growing so much. He's becoming such a great player. He's, he's awesome to be around, you know, the way he works and practice and things like that. You know, I love being around McCool. He's awesome.
4: Yeah, to make that catch is yeah. huge. <laughs> okay, let's have some fun here now. I mentioned the Shawnee Wolves. Uh, having a rough year. I just checked on how they're doing. I think they're 0 God, yeah. getting, it's a rough year for them. I yeah. need to have <laughs> you go down and bye week and get them a pep talk. Uh, but you need to know wrestling has been such a huge part of Creed Humphrey, his background and his family. Uh, it might be the most underappreciated sport on the planet. Uh, just the dedication that. And now we have girls wrestling in high school and in college. It's it's awesome to see it. But wrestling's been a part of your life since when?
6: Uh, first practice I went to in wrestling, I was either three or four years old. So I've been around it my <laughs> entire life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We got yeah. Grandpa wrestled, dad wrestled in college, and everything. So it was been around a long time in my family.
4: By the way, we got a great athlete tonight. Charlie G is here tonight, which is a quarterback name. That's such a cool name. Uh, the picture of you as a little kid in the singlet is uh, if you got look it up. You can find it tonight on your phone if you're out there listening or here on our live crowd. That that's classic. Uh, but it's like you didn't have a choice, man. Like right, you're, you're headed to the mat. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's so cool. Uh, and your dad was awesome. Uh, uh, All-American maybe in college? Yeah,
6: three-time All-American in college. Wrestled out of uh, Southern Illinois, then transferred to uh, University of Central Oklahoma.
4: UCO, it's good school. Yep. And Southern Illinois, uh, wrestling there. So how did the whole football-wrestling combo go for you? Because that's not always an easy combo to do.
6: Yeah, you know, it's, uh, you know, you're coming right off of football season, going straight into wrestling season. Uh, obviously, you got a little weight to, cut off going into wrestling season, <laughs> especially for being my size. But, uh, yeah, it, uh, it's it's tough for sure. But uh, it's one of those things that, you know, wrestling is a sport that takes so much technique and so much time to be able to dial in on different things you're doing and then also just the mental toughness that comes wrong, along with wrestling. Uh, that's, you know, it's a big part of my game still in football. And, you know, there's you can probably watch film and see, you know, me doing a bunch of stuff that – i do because of wrestling whether it's gaining leverage things like that but uh you know the mental t- uh, toughness aspect of it you know yes. you're cutting weight all the time not eating much and you're still going out wrestling you know in your wrestling room every day you know it's probably 100 plus degrees in there cutting weight the whole time and still going out there and performing you know two or three times a week going into tournaments on the weekends things like that so it's definitely a you know, it's a lot of work, but it pays off so much. You know, you know it's, it's helped me so much through football.
4: A lot of you are having dinner tonight. People do that at the show, enjoying a great dinner. My brother was like a wrestler in one of the – like he wrestled like 113 or something. Like we'd be having a great dinner, and he'd be nibbling on lettuce and then spitting it out. Like, it was <laughs> like, dude, I don't even know how you do this. But tell us your story. So you, you played in the U.S. Army All-Star Game, right? Yeah. That's yeah. football, but you're still high school wrestling.
6: Yeah, so that was uh, – In January, so, you know, kind of in the middle of wrestling season. Uh, Went to the Army Combine. It was on a Sunday. Weighed in at 3.05 there. They were doing all the measurements. I was 3.05. That Tuesday I made weight at 2.85. So, uh, yeah, 20 pounds in two days.
4: (laughs) 20 pounds in two days, okay? (laughs) You should put a YouTube video on. 20 pounds in two days. (laughs) How did you do that? How did you even do that? Not eating much and
6: just throwing on some trash bags and sweating everything out.
4: (laughs) So then after you made weight, you got, uh, how much, I mean, did you go like go chase caribou down and then you had to be so hungry? What would you do? Yeah, as soon
6: as I made weight, I drove straight to the gas station, bought me a, Couple of giant Gatorades, some beef jerky. Probably stopped at Sonic. Probably grabbed a burger or something, but <laughs> or Wall yeah, or yeah, Wall yeah. yeah.
4: That had to be the best tasting beef jerky of your life. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm Definitely. guessing like it's like sus, you know, sustenance in in food. Like, we're gonna have some fun uh, tonight because we're gonna make um, Creed the wrestling coach for our team. All right, the Kansas City Chiefs now have a wrestling team, uh, and we're gonna. We're going to wrestle the 49ers this week. So you've got to make the decision. These are collegiate weights now. These aren't high school weights like Liberty North or Liberty High would have. You've got to decide at 174, looking at the weights that are listed in our program, you've got to decide, are you going to wrestle McCole, uh Hardman on this team or DiCaprio Boodle? Oh, man, that's tough. Uh... One's wrestling varsity, one's... JV.
6: I'd probably have to go with McColl just because of his speed. You know, he's so fast and so quick twitch. I'd probably go with McCole on that one. So speed's a factor in wrestling? Yeah, for sure. That Definitely. circle's not that big. <laughs>
4: I can't run away from it. Yeah.
6: <laughs> <laughs> you can change direction fast. and You can circle around guys fast though.
4: <laughs> All right. Um, there we go. McCole gets a slap. Uh, 197. we got a big choice here. Uh, it's kind of a clogged up weight, but here we go. Sky Moore. Uh, Clyde edwards E'Laire. uh, Trent McDuffie, hopefully back on the field this week, Harrison Butker at 197, and Legereus Sneed, who are you going to pick? That one's tough, a lot of guys in that one, (laughs) a lot of guys, Harrison's got good
6: length to him, you know, he can keep separation well, uh, I'd probably have to say Clyde, you know, his strength, natural leverage, leverage obviously, (laughs) but, uh, just strength and, uh, yeah, I'd probably go with Clyde.
4: Hear the slap in the mat? That's Clyde getting a pin. <laughs> Baby, we got two pins. mccall has right, got a major decision, I guess. He's got a, and then the heavyweight. You've got to decide. Heavyweight, Joe Tooney or Trey Smith? It's another tough one.
6: I'm surprised Allegretti wasn't thrown there, too, being a wrestler. But <laughs> yeah, He was a wrestler. I'll throw yeah. him in there,
4: too. He's mad. He'll be mad. Yeah, at he'll me. be mad at you. Yeah. He's yeah. Sorry, you about Nick. that. <laughs> yeah. I'll take the brunt of that. Yeah,
6: Joe and Trey. Man, I feel like, you know, Joe being from Ohio, he's been around wrestling quite a bit. So I'd, I'd probably go with Joe. You know, I don't <laughs> think wrestling's very big in Tennessee. But so I'd, I'd probably go with joe you know being from ohio that's i know that's a good wrestling state i'm with you buddy all right we just won we just beat san francisco
4: in the wrestling match i think we swept them i think we swept them all the way baby just bing 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 slap the mat get him out of here and on your next hunting trip uh with trey he's gonna go dude did you pick tuning over me on the wrestling trip i know what's going on uh anyway we're gonna let we're gonna let you go uh we have a special presentation Wolf has something to give you at the break One more time here to get ready for the San Francisco 49ers. Here we go for Creed Humphrey and this offensive line on his June 28th birthday, the greatest day ever to be born. It's a great date. It's time to put the hammer down, baby. (laughs) Creed Humphrey, ladies and gentlemen, the number one rated center in the National Football League. We'll be back to wrap things up on the Chiefs Kingdom from Liberty. After this, you're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football.
1: Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom show presented by bad boy mowers.
4: 830 to go in the game Chiefs lead 20 to 17 snap to the face mask retreating is Josh Allen. He sucked. He sucked. He sacked! It's Chris Jones came blitzing through and firing on the outside shoulder of Josh Allen. On a straight rush he destroyed the tackle. David Questenberry. It is a loss, the first sack of the game for the Chiefs, and it's Chris Jones to get it. A loss of 11 yards on third and 10, and the Bills have to punt. Back at the Liberty High V in the Wahlburgers next to the Liberty High V sellout crowd here tonight, getting ready to have a rematch of Super Bowl 54. This time, we won't trail him with 6-15 to go. We're just going to take care of business this week against the San Francisco 49ers. How awesome is Creed Humphrey? How awesome is that guy? Oh, my gosh. He is huge in more ways than one. But he's also so smart and so good. The fact that he's a number one rated center in his second year and such a brilliant, brilliant future in this league. Uh um, also, I want to remind you, I did not mention this uh, kingdom bundle again. This is like uh, one of my favorite things uh, for tailgating, home gating, make game day easy and please the crowd at High V with this kingdom meat bundle, just 30 bucks. Get this, four burgers, four pork chops, four bratwurst, four chicken breasts for just 30 bucks. Plus score a $0.10 fuel saver uh, with each kingdom bundle purchase. Get them uh, while they last. Um, so a big game coming up. This 49ers really are excellent on defense. Um, they were missing guys yesterday. Bosa didn't play. Armstead didn't play. Uh, they got beat yesterday by the Atlanta Falcons, 28 to 14. But going into the week, really, when you looked at the Bills and the 49ers, they were just neck and neck uh, with their defensive statistics. So we're going to play another. Really good group coming up on Sunday afternoon in San Francisco, actually Santa Clara, uh, way in at the south end of the bay. But, again, another good defense. In fact, those two defenses going into last week uh, had the fewest points allowed in five weeks since the 2000 Ravens. Okay, so that gives you an idea of, some of the, how good these defenses are. So the work we got done yesterday uh, was actually pretty good. But we'll, be, we'll, we'll see those dudes again, and we'll get uh, ready for them for sure. And again, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, and I'll say it again, I've said it throughout the day on different shows, who's got the upside here? Who's got the chance to improve the most in the National Football League? And who's got the potential? Because I think all of us can hear it and see it in this 2022 Kansas City Chiefs team, both on offense and defense. And hopefully this week, well, I know we get Willie Gay Jr. back. That'll be good. Yes. And hopefully get Trent McDuffie out there. That'll be good. We'll see on Rashad Fenton. But yesterday we came through with no injuries uh, in that game against the Buffalo Bills. That is huge. All right. To get ready to go 5-2 and two, uh, and try to beat the San Francisco 49ers, you know how this works. A lot of you folks are here for the first time on a Chiefs Kingdom show. Uh, Creed was great at it. In fact, he left the hammer in this position like he knows just how awesome this hammer is and the glow that you see come off of it. It is time to get after the 49ers and not mess around with these dudes and get off the deck and come back from that game yesterday and get ready with the 49ers to put the hammer down, baby. I can trust the folks here in Liberty to do so. Tonight, our folks here from Maine, great fans that have been here uh, year after year after year. Dallas, Texas. SoCal represented tonight. San Diego, go Padres. Uh, in the National League Championship Series. He will be there in no-cal, making the trip up the coast with a lot of Chiefs fans who will be there for the Chiefs against the 49ers. Next week, we will have a show in Lawrence. Get a tank of gas. and head to, We're going from Liberty to Lawrence. Get the wagon train ready, Ma. We're headed west. Uh, so join us on a, a special edition of the Chiefs Kingdom show next week in Lawrence. Thanks for everybody. Thanks to everybody for coming out tonight. And being a part of the show, thanks to Creed Humphrey. Let's get ready to meet San Francisco
2: on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. You've been listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Bad Boy Mowers, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country. Mow with an attitude by High V. The world's best tailgating begins at High V, proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football.
3: Hey, this is Chief sideline reporter Josh Klingler. Thank you for listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show. As a reminder, you can hear Mitch Holtis with us on Fesco in the Morning every Friday morning at 7.30 leading into the game that weekend. And don't miss color analyst Danan Hughes every Tuesday morning at 8.30. Tune in for exclusive one-on-one Chiefs interviews throughout the season on the Odyssey app and your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Thank you for listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show presented by the Kansas Lottery. Green
2: This is the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better